Alright, hello everybody. Um, we're back with, I don't even know what number podcast we're on now. It doesn't matter what number we're on now. What matters is the people in this room right now. Um, it's more yeah. about that vibe, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that guy that you just heard, because you can't see him because this is the podcast, um, his name is Logan. I'll, uh, I won't say his last name to protect his identity, but he's a close uh, friend of ours. How else should we phrase it? Anything like that, Logan? Does that sound good? <clears throat> Just a man of the street. Man of the street that we found on the street one day. Um, and we also have another guest who, for you guys, will actually be the first time that you've heard him. Um, but for James and I, will actually be we actually have a lost podcast that we can never release <laughs> because uh, because this guy over here, uh, we'll call him Coogs to protect the innocent as well. Um, he uh, basically, uh, what would you call it? Incriminated myself. Uh, yeah, he uh, he's, he he set a nuclear bomb off on our podcast, and so yeah. we had to kind of shut it down. Anyways, this is Coogs to my right. Logan's across from me. James, as always, is here. As always. Um, and then I'm here too, Josh. Let's see. Okay, so today we're gonna do kind of a mixed bag. We were thinking about doing several different subjects. Uh, mushroom farming one. Why would I immediately move in with my girlfriend the day after I met her? Two. But it was um, the day after? I'm exaggerating slightly. Like a stretch. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. More like um, a week. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So much um, better. And the third one was transhumanism, which I know very little about, so I thought we might start with that um, and see where the conversation takes us. Mm. But first, um, do we have any loose ends to tie up from previous podcasts, James? James is still dating the love of his life, oh Susanna. Oh my goodness. Ridiculous. Has um, this come up? Uh, it came out the last podcast. I'm just exaggerating. Uh, I'm exaggerating everything to make it make him uncomfortable. Anything else new? Does she listen to this? Um, she she listens to. I, I think she's listening to most episodes. Wow. She's Actually, one of her. Fast the parts where you're talking. That's like 13 hours of us talking. That's a lot yeah, of right? time. Um, one of her one of her best friends from high school actually listens on the reg. So hey, we, we got... gave her an indirect shout out last week. What's so her What's we'll the girl her... What's the name of the girl who listens from high school? Or is it a guy? Uh, it's a girl. Um, her name is Kristen Kirsten. One of those two. Shoot, I'm sorry, Kirsten slash Kristen. Please forgive me. All right, KC. We'll call you KC. Thanks for listening to us. Um, yeah, I got nothing else from tied from previous podcasts. Let's just launch into this. What about one. donations? We got any donations well, from last week? So no, we don't have any actual donations yet. Have we got um, any email? Uh, well, beyond no, we haven't got any email. Uh, I was gonna make up something about thousands of emails, but I'm not even gonna do that. There's been no emails. Oh, no one man. listens to this thing. It's okay. We're just gonna keep going. Right, right. We haven't uh, we haven't plugged the email address. Like, that's true. That's probably why no one emails us. Um, <laughs> it's why would I? Podcast. W H Y at the beginning, not the letter Y, just to clarify. Uh, Wood is spelled W O O D. <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Why, he was joking. Why, why Wood Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a podcast solely about different types of wood. Yeah. Nice. And carpentry. that goes, yeah, yeah. carpentry. Mm. Trees. Manual labor. Logan's all about manual labor. Um, anyways, <laughs> email us. Uh, I don't know what about. There's really not much to email us about, but do it. If you want to donate to us, go for it. You probably shouldn't, though. I'm just warning you. Um, all right, next yeah, you up. You don't want to encourage us, that's for sure. Definitely not. So next up, introductions. So we're going to do it a little bit differently today. John or Coogs wanted to mix things up a bit. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I said your real name. My bad, dude. Um, Coogs is going... <laughs> Should we even explain why you're called Coogs? 
I don't think so. Okay. It's like not really that funny. <laughs> it's a whole other podcast. I think it's hilarious, actually, but that's just me. Um, so Coogs will introduce James. James will introduce Coogs. So you got a little Whoa. little line action going on this way. And then Logan will introduce me, and I'll introduce Logan, because he's the star of the show. Well, Coots is, too, but really, Logan's the star of the show here. <laughs> yeah, we're, the show. We're, waiting for, we're waiting for some good stuff. All right. Um, who wants to go first out of you two? Okay. <clears throat> James was forged in the fires of the great reformed <clears throat> warlock. Mm. Jerry Falwell. Oh, Whoa, snap. Jerry Falwell's not reformed. Senior. At all. He's not as reformed Before as his son. he became a fundamentalist, mm. he expunged his reformed essence into the ether, and it took shape in James Supley. Did it take James shape into James Supley, or it took shape in... It, yes. <laughs> in James it came in his mind. Wow. Wow. expunge hmm. the reformed dust into matter... And here we have. James. So the matter became James, or grew in in James. The matter is James. Oh man. And always Why? has been James. What is it about this podcast that like people just create weird origin stories for me? <laughs> I don't understand. There have been a couple. Does that not happen to other people? Well, I don't even think this is a weird origin. I thought it was pretty close to the truth. Darn close to the truth. All right, so so far mm-hmm. we've got a weird sort of origin story for James. Anything else to add there at all? Okay, <laughs> cool. Good deal. Um, so I get to introduce. Um, should I use your full name, Cougs, or John Cougar? No, we do that. Um, anyway, so uh, so Cougs is probably one of the most mysterious people I know. Um, I uh, I first met I first met Cougs. Uh, back then he wasn't called Cougs yet, but um, yeah, I first met Cougs like a week after I moved to Charlottesville, Virginia. <laughs> and, um, and we we got lunch at Brazos, and I remember just thinking, wow, this guy has a really deep and mysterious voice and just aura. You know? <laughs> and none of that has changed in the past two years, so grateful for you, Cougs. Hopefully you. slightly less mysterious. Um, yeah, a little bit of the mysteries worn off, but there's still like a decent amount there, you know? What do you find mysterious about this guy? Um... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like his. I don't know. His hair is pretty majestic. I'll, I'll give it that. It's like my hairline's receding. <clears throat> yeah, but it's still like I don't know, like very tall. You know, like good, good volume there. Mm. You know, it's kind of like the redwood forest. Like it's all very tall, but there's not many trees there. Mm. Right. Very yeah. Spread yeah, out. It's pretty thin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I think your hair looks great. Thank That's you. Fair. You're welcome. Um. All right. Yeah, so that's that's cute. I have to say, out of all the introductions we've had so far, these have been probably the worst. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm wow, just kidding. that's fair. Um, I mean, we had to like lower the bar for you guys. Mm. That's well. Now the moment everyone's been waiting for is Logan's introduction of me. So Logan, uh, I give you the floor. All right. <clears throat> what's your What's your name? Like, you got a special name on here? Or? Nah, luckily not. Luckily you should not. give him one. Ah, yeah, well, the name that probably most people don't know until <laughs> right about now 
is uh, going to be a little thing called uh, a little kidney. Uh, I don't even remember the origin story of a little kidney, but we're just going to roll with it. Well, so anyway, there is an origin story to that. So my last name, I mean, it's already out on the internet, so who cares? My last name is Nearly, which apparently in German <clears throat> means little kidney. Um, but there's more. Wait, there's more. Uh, apparently little kidney is a term of endearment. In Germany, or maybe it was at some point. Good thing we ain't in Germany, you know what I mean? I don't know. So like, you're like, oh, you're my little kidney. Um, but now you call me little kidney. Yeah, that doesn't even make much sense to me. But anyway, <laughs> Josh also goes uh, by ankles, but that's a whole other story. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, blast from the past. Oh, little kidney cankles. <laughs> um, little KC. Anyway, uh, so hey KC, shout hey, out to her. Hey. <laughs> Right back on the KC. Uh, so, crawling out of the darkness, past a dumpster smelling like feces, is Little Kidney! I wasn't expecting, like, a wrestling introduction. That was... That was, that was probably the best. That had to have been the best. Yeah, we went from the worst yeah. to the best in a short period yeah. of time. Yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate, or especially appreciated the spelling with feces part. Uh, <laughs> that was unique in, in all introductions. <clears throat> Call it spicy. Um, all right, my introduction of Logan. I don't even know where to begin. I think it's over. I think uh, we just started We talking. had an introduction with Logan. Anyways, <clears throat> Logan is on this podcast because I've been trying to get on him get him on for a while um he keeps bailing on us because he's got a girlfriend and annoying stuff like that mm. like decks to build <clears throat> brush to burn um but you are one of the kids to kick kids to kick that's right yeah that's <laughs> another story um man no children were harmed in making this podcast <laughs> not yet that's <laughs> <laughs> true that's true um steel toe boot crew <laughs> Damn. Logan never ceases to amaze me with the things that comes out of his mouth. Like, I can't really predict it, let's just say. He's not a predictable kind of guy. Um, and you guys will find that out as we move along. So let's just launch straight into talking about transhumanism. All right, so Logan, I assume you first got into this because you are a big techie kind of <clears throat> nerd, geek, uh, dweeb. Partially more just due to being a psycho and conspiracy theory stuff, but oh, so we'll what, go what, with the tech. Real aspect. quick, so what was your earliest conspiracy theory that you remember, like, sinking your teeth into? <clears throat> Probably aliens. Okay. Mm. When I was a kid, you watch, watch the TV, there's always alien garbage, especially nowadays. When, um, what is your opinion on aliens? At this point, not very much. Mm. Well, that's not an opinion, so you don't have, a ve- you don't have very much of an opinion. Yeah, minimal opinion. So originally you had an opinion that sort of faded into the ether, and it's, you just become neutral on the subject? What did you used to think? <clears throat> that they're everywhere? Um, did you think that they were inside us? Hmm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy there. Is it, uh, <laughs> is it coincidental that we're having this podcast on uh, the day of the, oh, yeah, I forgot the about Area that. 51 raid? Oh, good Why, point, yeah. Like, I would have. I was expecting you to be there, Logan. To be honest with you, yeah. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one that day. collection of pictures would be like one of the most pathetic. Well, first off, of I mean, have you guys been in New Mexico before? Or you been no. to? I mean, actually, I actually yes. I haven't been south of the Rockies. Yeah. You get that south of the Rockies. Uh, south of the Rockies. Anyway. <laughs> um. Well, first off, north, north you, of the Rio. Uh, 
if you're out there, um, man, what's it called? I can't remember the other name for it. Reno? Roswell, New Mexico. Reno, no. Nevada? No. Uh, Calgary, groom, Canada? Groom Lake. Groom? Groom Lake? Yeah. What? So if Is that like, where you're groomed by weird stop. older dudes? Stop. Sorry, it's stop. The, uh, the story's getting good. Yeah, you're going to ban this thing. Um, nah, it's... But out there, like, there's no freaking way you'd get anywhere near the thing without getting... You could see people for, like, a mile. Like, there's no possible way to get into the military base. That's so. where it is, at the lake? Area 51 is at a place called Groom Lake. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then... So anyway, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll anyways. Comical. All right, we'll get into transhumanism mm-hmm. in a moment. I, I'm curious about the conspiracy theories. Which ones would you say are most believable that the mainstream doesn't believe? Most believable conspiracy theory that you that find that, that you find most valid. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of an outlier on that. You don't find any of them valid? Uh, no, I'm. You know, I mean, some of them. I don't really think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like conspiracy theory is sort of a misnomer, right? Mm. It's like if you and I conspire to get you more uh, views on a podcast, more hours working at Seven Eleven, which oh, is where you sad. normally work, then <laughs> seeing as how I'm the manager of Seven Eleven, I could do that. And that's a conspiracy. It's not really like something to be discredited. It's why does you know, what makes that a conspiracy? We're conspiring to get you more money working at Seven Eleven. Conspiring. I guess now we're just getting the definitions. Conspiring yeah, to well, get you, you more money. That seems like just working together. Is work? It's not real. Well, not necessarily not real, but not not believed by the majority of the population. I would say a normal conspiracy theory that people would believe, like pretty readily, would be you could do aliens, you could do Bigfoot. Nine Eleven. Nine Eleven has so much, so many branches to it, though. You know what I mean? That's why I mean, you could at least say there's something off about it. Like that's what people would say, I suppose. Yeah. Well. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bigfoot, yeah. Say it one more time. Bigfoot. I'm gonna listen back on that laugh in a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, All so right, Bigfoot. So even if even if conspiracy theory is a misnomer, what is a, a theory that you believe is plausible that most people would relegate to the realm of conspiracy? Mm. Or <clears throat> fantasy, or whatever. Well, uh... I mean, one of them would be, I think it's sort of like more of a basic concept, that the that a government, a given government, would either actively use uh, violence or allow violence to happen on their own population to achieve X goal. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the whole false flag thing, right? <clears throat> I don't really view that as a... <clears throat> conspiracy theory it's more just like a concept that i think happens all the time but you know personal opinion i feel like we can't nail you down specifics for some reason you think like you think anybody's gonna be listening to this podcast come on now what's an example of a false flag that you believe um so i did a uh it was kind of funny i did this project on pearl harbor for claiborne um, no, no, no. And, uh, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no, man, I was forced to do this in eighth grade. Oh, and I snap. randomly chose uh, Pearl Harbor. Okay. And um, it was funny, and looking into that, there was interesting stuff. Just It wasn't really even like mind-blowing. It's just that um, 
Uh, what's his face? Who was president? Then? Roosevelt. Lincoln or something like that? Yeah, or? close. No, George yeah. Washington. Ah, right. that's right. Yeah. Lincoln. Um, Lincoln. <laughs> uh, FDR knew about the attack ahead of time, allowed it to happen because it's an excuse to get into war. Mm. At the time, that's kind of a, it's like, whoa, that's crazy. But, you know, if you are into studying history, it's like, well, right, well yet another example. It's possible, you're saying, or you, you, you believe it? Um, I think it makes sense, personally. But but that's a whole other topic of, like, your first question would be like, okay, well, why would he want to get into war? Right. Well, I can understand why he'd want to get into war. Well, there's a lot of economic drivers, but, you yeah. know. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. He'd been trying to find a good reason. You just you needed you needed to be attacked. Like the Amer- American needed to be attacked to get into war, basically. Right. I mean, the public sentiment was right. not there. Right. So I they mean, needed something to get to galvanize them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could say the same for nine eleven. Nobody was like going crazy about getting into war with Afghanistan. Right. But I mean, that that assumes that there was somebody who wanted to get into war with Afghanistan before nine eleven. Right. And then what would be again? What would be the point? That would be the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, Iraq, um, I could buy a little bit more because at least there's oil there. But Afghanistan, what's in Afghanistan? <clears throat> Afghanistan. Is no offense to Afghanis listening to our podcast, by the way. Well, if you wanted to go down that route, I mean, like the, oh, the reason you that you to? would want Afghanistan, which is the reason that we have Afghanistan now, is due to um, more of like the pharmaceutical industry. Mm. Um, Opium production, blah blah blah. I mean, there's, you know. True. I mean, all of these things are like stuff that you could like grill me on, and you know, I don't have. I mean, it's more. I'm I'm more into the ideas of it. And right. Ideas no, I sense, agree with so. that. It sounds interesting. You know. What about Bigfoot? How are you feeling about Bigfoot? <clears throat> um, honestly, I mean, you know, uh, fairly ambivalent. Um, I've been in some super wilderness kind of spots in the U.S. and. There's definitely, I mean, like, most people haven't even explored it. Um, like, and passing through doesn't count. You know, I mean, there's, yeah. like, huge tracts of land that nobody ever goes in that, theoretically, there could <clears throat> could be something in there that you have no idea. I don't really know. I mean, I do know that it's on the History Channel constantly, which makes me think it's probably nonsense. What about, so, what about old Nessie? Um... Uh, there's an interesting idea about Nessie that uh, it's actually a giant eel. There are certain types of eels that if they aren't in the ocean, like if they make it to like a freshwater or brackish area, they, um, they grow like snakes do, meaning that they, they're only contained by the amount of food source that they have. <clears throat> so you can have anacondas like you know you could have one in your closet oh, or whatever thanks, dude um, under my bed yeah yeah oh cool and so the more food you feed them it, it went into my consciousness in, a, in like a fish tank or whatever <laughs> it just keeps on growing so eels are like that too I think like some of them um, there's this term called like water dragon uh, it's if they get past like is that a dragon in the water or something I mean, forty feet long yeah man it's pretty for absurd. eels wow mm-hmm. they can do that yeah and so one of the ideas is that um. Some of them will go out of the water to get food, and uh, some of the whole things about Nessie are like um, cows or <clears throat> other animals getting like chopped in half, and they find half the thing that's like next to the lake. So. Do eels have like axes with them? Why do they get chopped in half? Uh, the teeth. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move on. Yeah. Well, I anyway, mean, well, why don't we get back to trans? Yeah, I was just well, like one thing about now. conspiracy theories. I mean, <clears throat> I also am fascinated by just 
different ideas, like mm-hmm. alternate realities, I suppose, Not, or alternate history, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But there are, like, there's some very strange ones, like the whole Jeffrey Epstein one, like, it's absolutely bonkers that he was... What are you talking about? <laughs> what a strange way to say that. Um, it was absolutely bonkers that he was, that he committed suicide in a solitary confinement. <laughs> what? Dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. Interesting. Are you? What, what's going on? <laughs> are you? Uh, you're, but you're on his side, right? What do you mean I'm on his side? What does that mean? I thought you liked him. Oh, okay. Is this what you're trying to do? You're trying to get me to defend Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, <clears throat> all right, all right. A little side tangent. So I mean, what's the? I mean, what, what are you saying? He. Uh, <clears throat> all I'm saying is he, I don't think he committed suicide. Sure, That's all I'm saying. He, of course he didn't commit suicide. Yeah, that's crazy, but everyone just wipe, uh, sweeps it under the rug. And there's some other there's some other bunch of rich people who had him killed, basically, so that their secrets uh, wouldn't get out. I mean, if that was not the case, I would be crazy surprised. That's the crazy thing about We're it. We're talking, yeah. you know, uh, lo and behold, his guards yeah. ran away. They, or they fell asleep, the, both of them at the same time. Well, apparently. both of them, yeah, because they were working overtime, <laughs> quote-unquote. And, like, and the camera stopped working somehow. There's no freaking way. It's, a, it's absolutely <clears throat> crazy. That is literally, like, probably the biggest case of, who even knows, man? The decade? I mean, he had already been, uh, can, no, he wasn't convicted. There was a plea deal in 09, I think? Yeah, um, I don't even yeah, know. And, uh, no way, man. No way. Um, yeah, <laughs> anyway, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are at least things out there that happen all the time that you don't ever get the full story. Actually, pretty much everything. I think, I mean, honestly, it's probably most of it. <clears throat> yeah, like, people don't even know, like, the backstory of this podcast, by the way. It's got a dark history, let me tell you. So, uh, I mean, it's <laughs> mainly centered around James, but oh, I can't go into that. James yeah, and Jerry, holding it down. We can't, uh, we can't talk about that. We I think can't. He's, yeah, because he's, like, in protective custody or something like that yeah, yeah we're actually doing this we're actually doing this from a jail cell right now um for james don't tell susanna um she can't know this um okay so transhumanism sorry we got off on a tangent but that was interesting i think uh james is there anything that you wanted to ask logan about transhumanism well i mean i guess i like josh um not he likes too, me he well, likes me <laughs> not too well versed in transhumanism um, so I guess first when we like when we use that word like what do what do we mean? <clears throat> so transhumanism, I think the the guy who really led the charge on that was um, Kurzweil. Ray Kurzweil, yeah, um, of Google Ilk. Mm-hmm. Um, that alone is kind of interesting that fact. But um, I think Google took that guy on. I don't remember when a little bit ago, but um, he. Uh, yeah, just, you know, I think it's mainly for, it's like a desperation attempt out of the elite to try to dump money into essentially the concept of living forever. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, it, okay, so I mean, there's different aspects to it, right? It's like, the basics of it are essentially, as far as I know, just using technology to, I mean, it would probably have some sort of like kind of 1984 saying of like using technology to better your life or whatever but I mean in reality it's like physically incorporating technology into your body mm-hmm. so <clears throat> there's a funny concept a while ago uh, of it wasn't the iPod it was the MyPod which is a device that you would embed and telepathically control just for listening to music or whatever mm-hmm. stupid stuff like that um, well, wait, it, that was actually in like proto 
production, you mean? I think or so. Yeah. Is that similar to like Google Glass a little bit? Except now it's in the Kind of. I mean, you know, there's like wearable technology like that. But, um, and I mean, it, 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 there are definitely like gray areas in terms of there are, um, there's advertising on your smartphone or, uh, or if you have your camera exposed on your laptop where it can track your eye movements and see if you're looking at the ad or not. And that's kind of like. Oh, so that's how they know. Part that. of the way that you. Is that on all laptops? Uh, well, I mean, it probably is dependent upon the website, you know, but, uh... Or the laptop? <clears throat> most of the time the thing's on. The camera? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, anyway, man, I mean, yeah, I would think so. I mean, you can, you can definitely hack into it, and it's on. Like, the default setting is on. So what would you say so. interests you most about transhumanism? Is it similar to, like, an, an alternate idea, just like conspiracy theories? Mm, no, I don't think it's a... <clears throat> I think it's definitely happening. Right, right, right. Uh, well, yeah, I'm saying, like, the reason conspiracy theories interest you is because they, like, the whole concept of them yeah. interested you. Yeah, I like different ideas. I mean, yeah, to me it's a crazy idea. Uh, I can't even imagine... Say that you incorporated a device that could artificially... Like, you're an athlete, right? And I don't want to do any work to uh, warm up. <clears throat> so you almost like a pacemaker, but what if I hijack your pacemaker <clears throat> to make you have a heart attack? What does that have to do with warming up? Well, you install a device in your body that can regulate your. Um, oh, but then someone else can just kill you. Could. I mean, you know. That's definitely true. <clears throat> that would be an idea. That would be an idea. Actually, I think it is an idea technically, already. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're the brainiac. All right, so we've got. <laughs> I'm just a jerk. Um, all right, transhumanism. Let's see if I can define it. Well, why don't you just give me some pros of it? Oh, and you want to go with the cons? Okay, pros. Pros is we, since the beginning of time, have been incorporating technology into our consciousness. There's not a single <clears throat> human in history who does not have some form of technology. That they mm -hmm. used. That's what makes. That's what differentiates humans from rest of the animal society. I mean, mm -hmm. I suppose chimpanzee, chimpanzees can use sticks to dig out bugs out of a log, and that's supposed to show evidence that they're like humans. But come on now. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the missing link. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Well, there was a big link. Let's just say that we're missing still. <laughs> if that's the evidence. Now you're talking me. conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That's. I guess that's the ultimate big conspiracy. Mm -hmm. um, but. Now, I suppose it's it's all being garnered towards an end goal, whereas before, I'm not sure it was, there, was no, there was any end goal with technology. It was like, oh, we did this. Let's, this betters, betters our life. Let's use it. But now, transhumanism is to, I suppose it's to combine the human body with technology or the mind with technology so that you can live forever. I think that's probably the main goal there. It's not just yeah. to enhance your life. It's that you can achieve immortality. I would say so. I mean, I think that's the extension of it. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, if you know that it's like a cutting-edge technology, super expensive, right? That's not applicable to poor people. Like a calculator? around. Huh? Like a calculator? Uh, like a calculator in your arm? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Um, that'd be cool. <clears throat> if you it. had, let's say you had a trillion dollars right now. Why would you not invest like five hundred million in 
um, whatever we're talking about, transhumanism. Like well, life yeah. extension technology. That's, a, that's the crazy thing about once you get rich enough, there's really not much else to do. Well, if you figured out the technology, if you funded a corporation that, that found technology that allowed you to live 50 years longer in a state where you could like be semi-functional, so you, you can live to 150 years, why would you ever give that technology to anybody else? Other than people who could pay you a stupid amount of money for it. Yeah, but wouldn't that be the case for any technology? I would say so, but I mean, isn't that kind of particularly dangerous if you can create... If you had a life extension thing that doubled your lifespan, and you know that we're on this exponential kind of curve of technology of, like, explosion and innovation and all that stuff... Well, if you could double your lifespan from now, that would almost ensure that you would get to the, you'd live long enough to the stage where you could almost kind of like regenerate organs and, you know. Yeah, that seems to be the case. Like they're they're trying to extend their life so that they can get to a point where Mm -hmm. the technology catches up with their desires. Well, I mean, I guess for me too, it's more like you get into like philosophical concepts about that. Is that even, first off, is it natural? Second is, I mean, I would say definitely no. What is natural though? Um, that is natural. Well, natural eventually dying would <laughs> be like one idea. Uh, you're born, you die. You know, I would say that's that's natural. natural. If you never die, what? How does that? What kind of implications that have on? If you never die, can you have life? ever been born? Mm, yes, you can. It's or, a simple question. Simple answer. The longer you live, does your soul start to vanish yeah i know does it become like more and more do you become more and more like like dissipated i don't know Um, wafery mm -hmm. wafery i don't know just like the word i don't know anyways what were you gonna say sorry i don't know i think it affect it would affect a lot of things if you lived for 500 years versus 100 years or 50 years the 50-year person would really appreciate everything more. If you knew, if you're 200 years old, you know that you're going to live to 300 more years, what do you value in life? Probably not life that much. That's something that you take for granted. Or you're just ex- or you're just extending out time and you still value life. It's just time now travels much more quickly. And it feels like you're only, <clears throat> if, I mean, 500 years still feels like a normal lifetime. Mm-hmm. Because it, for anybody, the longer you live, the quicker time goes by anyways. Like, when you're five years old, time feels like it takes forever. Like, an hour. Like, when you were in a car ride, it felt like an eternity until you got there. But now I could spend mm. two hours in the car and be okay. Like, it's fine. Because we've... Ex- I mean, I think it's because we've experienced more time. And the longer... The older we get, uh-huh. the more quickly time goes by. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The more fractional passing time becomes. Yeah, there, I think there are a couple. I don't. I don't actually know what all the factors are, but that is one of them. That it is. There's like the sheer mathematics of it. Yeah. So if you live for 500 years, what would that even, in terms of your perception of time, what would that even? Mm-hmm. But that kind of factors in. That's, fa- that's actually a fascinating question. Yeah. Right. Like, would would you brush up against a point at which? time is moving so rapidly mm-hmm. that you actually become like dissociated from yourself somehow you know mm-hmm. i would think so because you how, how <laughs> could you create memories that way yeah like what would your memories even consist of yeah would you still have memories from your childhood i suppose so because those are usually the most imprinted memories right but like in the in the intervening 400 years mm-hmm 
Yeah, but that all, I mean, I think that's tied to aging. If you're a way to, like, extremely slow or stop the, or reverse the aging process. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if any way to necessarily prove this, but, like, you, I think that certainly as you get older, like, let's say, like, 50 to the end of your life, like, 50 to 100 or whatever. It's a couple years from now for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds so young. Um, you know, I don't know. There's all sorts of weird, like, it's more philosophical questions. I mean, I am not a huge fan of uh, genetically modified food for similar reasons, like hmm. the kind of untested nature of it, and you just kind of release it into the environment and hope for the best. Hope that it doesn't, like, um, crossbreed with everything, and the genes that you've modified don't cause huge damage to some other key component of the ecological chain, and something horrible happens. Yeah, I mean, I still, I never fully understood that, because, like, damage to ecological systems has been happening since ecological systems first existed. There's not, like, a perfect ecological system. There's always damage being perpetuated upon it. But if you create something in a lab that, um... What's the difference between that and, like, a mutation of a virus? Uh, one of the earlier things that, um people came up with and I'm talking basically Monsanto but it was um, it was BT corn uh, I think it's like Bacillo British television? corn huh? British television corn? <laughs> BBC corn touche <laughs> touche <laughs> um, but basically it's a bacteria it's DNA from a bacteria that is spliced into the DNA of the corn mm-hmm. and the thing that's special about the bacteria is that it releases this toxin so the corn then just generates the toxin inherently. You don't need to spray it with anything. It just it, the, wasn't the plant isn't, itself. Isn't corn itself it. genetically modified in the first place? Um, I mean, there's a definite argument there to um, intentionally crossbreeding plants. I mean, it's technically genetic modification, but I'm mainly talking um, you take species from two two different things entirely. One of them could be, um, like a, I think there was like salmon, or what was it, flounder DNA or something like that, inter, intermixed with certain types of fruits and vegetables so that they don't freeze. So you can um, make sure that they don't age at all in transport. So, yeah, that's actually, anyway, I mean, it's, I mean, it's fascinating. Well, the thing is, so philosophically, it seems like the reason people would have a problem with that it just doesn't seem natural. Like there's something off about humans doing that, messing with... Yeah. the very genomes of nature itself in mm-hmm. such a manner. Even though we've been doing that since the beginning of time, now it's just a new, maybe a, a more extreme version of it. Yeah, it's just that you don't necessarily know the consequences. So, for example, one of the things about the BT corn was that in some of the preliminary studies, uh, mice that were given the corn to eat, well, one interesting aspect was that if they were given the option to eat the regular corn or the modified corn, somehow they always knew what the regular one was. Hmm. That was kind of interesting. But um, more to the point, the, the thing about it is that your body incorporates DNA from whatever you take in. So, for example, so you are what you eat. yeah, yeah, go figure. Um, so, if you're eating this corn, that the corn itself, that the DNA of the corn tells the plant to generate this toxin, what was happening is that that 
amazingly, that gene was getting incorporated into the mouse, and the mouse stomach was starting to produce the toxin on its own and uh, gave him cancer. Mm. So we uh, live in the lucky time today where there's a million things that can do that. So how you'd ever go to prove that because of this, you know, burger that you ate at McDonald's like 15 years ago, that's what gave you cancer, you would never be able to do that. In a controlled environment, you could say that. And there were like questionable things going on in those studies, but eventually it's just like money won out. So, anyway, to me, that would be something along the same lines of the whole transhumanism thing. You really? don't know the consequences yeah. of it until you get going. I mean, same with the whole, like, uh, artificial intelligence singularity type idea, right? Yeah. I, how different is that from transhumanism? I think they're both intertwined. Yeah. I mean, and that's actually kind of one of the <clears throat> genesis points of um, transhumanism is that you know that the singularity is coming. And that's the point at which um, AI would be able to supersede any sort of like human-based task or whatever. Is that is that the same as like the movie Ex Machina, where like you can't if you can't tell a, an artificial intelligent entity apart from a human, then is there any difference between the uh, two? I mean, yeah, I think that's the a valid Turing. Question. Is it the Turing test? I can't remember exactly um, what it was called. The yeah. uh, Uncanny Valley is another. Mm thing for it, I think. I don't remember. Um, but either way, yeah, it's, you know, it's the same deal. So you, you're trying to like hitch a ride on technology before it gets to that point in hopes that when the technology does get there, it's not going to turn around and go like full Terminator. Yeah, and like nobody even like picks up hitchhikers anymore when you say hitch a ride, so it would be hard to do. I saw a hitchhiker for the first time the other day, and I was kind of excited by it. Uh, I, almost wanted, I almost wanted to, but I was like... Well, if, if I pick him up and he murders me, then my mom will be mad at me. Um, if he doesn't murder me, then my mom will also be mad at me, too. And so I didn't do it. But I thought it was kind of cool just to see, like, a hitchhiker. I felt like I was from the 50s. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, if they don't like too sketch, I mean, you know. Have you done it before? Have you picked up a hitchhiker? Yeah, yeah. You have? Mm-hmm. How many yeah. times would you say? Um, not that many. I mean, you don't really see many of them around, you know? When was, what, um, what was, do you have any memorable stories of hitchhikers you picked up? Uh, it was kind of funny. The last person, it was two people, these, uh, hikers, uh, out uh, towards, like, Waynesboro. Yeah. And they were just get, trying to get to another part of the AT. Um, it's kind of hilarious, because uh, they're coming off the AT. It was, like, a hot day. I don't oh, really gosh. think about it, but they oh, got geez. in the truck, and it was like, dude... <laughs> You guys freaking smell. Right now. <laughs> it's like I'm glad I'm, we're only going like two minutes here. Like windows down. <laughs> it was cool though. I actually knew the chick. Wow, <laughs> this plot thickens. Yeah. yeah. How did you know her? Uh, you know, long oh. story. Okay. I don't think she remembered me, which is for the best. So. <laughs> well, are we just gonna leave that in? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll have some people yeah. write in about that maybe. Some yeah. emails, hopefully. Yeah. KC, you know. Yeah, KC. <laughs> That's her new nickname. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's James. Do you have anything to add to this, Cooks? I have a thought, but it's like half formulated, and I don't want to say it. Yeah. Let's no, formulate keep, it together. You keep thinking about that. I mean, I don't know. This is sort of backtracking a little bit, but. I think one of the things that fascinates me about transhumanism, like this, the, just this general idea, I think a general premise that we all live under is that um, is that life is good, and so more life is good. 
So like mm-hmm. having a yeah. having a longer life is an ideal that we should be pursuing. Um, and I think in in modern society that's sort of an unquestioned premise, hmm. um, which is very interesting because um, because I think I mean <clears throat> I think it's it can be it can be dangerous to question that premise um, because I think we've seen like some some regimes that have not valued life have have destroyed life because they don't think that like all life is valuable and that that life is that that our lives and the lives of others are worth are worth pursuing um, so I think sort of the fundamental question that we have to ask in sort of this this pursuit of longer life is like why is why is life good and why like why should we I mean, should we pursue technology that leads to longer life and if so why mm-hmm. I think yeah I mean and I don't think it's like I think you mentioned this already it's not living longer just for the sake of living longer it's well, living, yes, like the quality of life that's the thing like I don't know I can't remember what it's called they have a new term for it but extending your <clears throat> active life basically extending your ability to basically just be a normal person in your whatever midlife yeah. where you can walk around mm-hmm. and yeah. think clearly yeah and that I mean and, and that's one question too that needs to be addressed um, it's like well if we can live longer but we all have dementia like right well I mean even if we all live longer we all live 200 years now and we're great we're, we uh, we don't feel any ill effects until we're 190 years old in the last 10 years we've just slowly slide like what is the point like Right. Is well, it I mean, to pretty... just keep living every day? Like, I don't... Yeah. Well, that, that was that whole show <clears throat> recently, um, that, like, cyberpunk-type deal. Um, um, there was a whole show about that. Mindhunter? Mindhunter? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, um, Arrested Development? Um, Arrested Development? No. Oh. Uh, ooh. Uh, Baby Einstein. Do you want to get her in on this? Oh, yes. Yes, pick it oh, up. Oh, my gosh. All right, all right, here we go. <laughs> Vivian, what are you doing? Uh, so, yeah, um, Viv, uh, we just, I think legally we're required to let you know that you what? are being recorded at this particular time. What? <laughs> <laughs> we're in the middle of recording a podcast episode. Oh, sorry, sorry, I just <laughs> forgot, forgot, Don't forget these no, things, I don't know what's wrong with you, Vivian. This is really important, Viv. No, it's all good. But hey, do you have any quick yeah. thoughts on oh, yeah, uh, transhumanism? You said what? Transhumanism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Well, you should have some thoughts on it before we tell you what it means. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, she's gonna Google it. That's what she's doing. <laughs> that again. We know what I you're doing. You. What did you say? Transhumanism. Okay, so what does that mean again? Well, we haven't told you in the first place. So there's no again, but um, it means that uh, well, okay, so it means that eventually you'll be able to merge technology with humans so that you can live forever. Oh, so like, oh, okay. So, so that, like, you could be spending the, the rest of eternity like... answering emails at Claiborne, <laughs> setting up schedules for students oh. taking the ACT. Very nice. I'm actually reading a book about that very concept. You're
Um, so they're called like the Suicide Club. <clears throat> nice. That's like the Rebellion. <laughs> they're I think that it would be uh, weird if we lived forever. It'd be cool if we lived longer, but I don't think we could. We shouldn't go too crazy with it. That's my official opinion. That's an interesting opinion. So you're like. It would be, your only opinion is that it would be weird if we lived forever before we could start living longer. Before we could what? Start Whoa. living longer? No. Stop. No. Yeah. Oh, wait, what'd you say? My bad. Saying, no, it, it would be weird if we lived forever, but it would be cool if we could live longer. Oh. Man, listen. I'm My here. bad. Also, I think. verbal tutor. No, no, also, right. Not to be, yeah. not to be that Oh, bad. my God. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you can, if people email. can even understand this thing. <laughs> Did you I see that email? Exciting, <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's exciting. I'm a math dude, and I know that language yeah, is bad. This is our first caller. Hey, Vivian, you're our first caller. Congratulations. Oh, I'm, do I get a prize, or? Uh, yeah, it's gonna, you're going to have to hang up soon. That's your prize. I don't know if people can uh, hear, hear you at <laughs> can all. I, can I choose, can I choose a different prize, or? Well, it's a choice no, of one. It's choice still of one. very early on in the podcast, so we don't really have prizes to give out. So, sorry about that. <laughs> back to the whole freaking podcast and see but uh, you always listen back to the whole podcast yeah but i'm getting tired of listening back to all of it wow. sometimes so I this just one's a gem already this is a gem so we've had a lot of firsts we've had a let's lot of move firsts. it along though yeah. i mean well it's what like we an hour about... and we've covered one topic well mm. it's uh, i mean it's a good topic i'm not trying to rush it well, what you, you want to talk about next there guest uh shrimps oh snap i mean yeah we could um I mean, the other ones are like a topic in and of itself. So I mean, we can keep on rolling on on the uh, on the trans question. Just just throw well. something, throw something at me. <laughs> throw something at you? Yeah, throw yeah. it at me. We could um, also have looking back, you know, for other. Episodes. Oh, we will. Yeah, we could do a round two. Poops, yeah. you got any questions? Um, some deep questions you want to ask Logers? I'm still formulating. Okay. Mm. It's sort of a. I mean, to me, it's more of a philosophical concept, honestly. The I mean, transhumanism. Yeah. I mean, the questions that you get into are, first off. You can have a, I mean, what I would consider to be the normal situation would be that a smart person, you know, you'd think that a smart person would do this, would try to live forever. You could easily, that would be the assumption, right? <clears throat> well, what if you had somebody who was super well off, who was dumb, who now lives forever? You've got some dumb dude who's super wealthy, who is living for a thousand years. How does that affect society? Yeah, but I mean, no. Okay, this is actually that's fascinating because that brings me up. That it crossed my mind earlier. Um, the legends in in Genesis, basically, where they say that 
Mm-hmm. Certain the first humans lived for a very long time. Like mm-hmm. Methuselah lived for however long, not yeah, yeah. years. But the converse of that was that those ancestors of Cain also lived for a very long time. That's the assumption, mm-hmm. and that evil multiplied upon the earth, so that hmm. um, because they were able to live for hundreds and hundreds of years, there was no stopping them. Normal death, normal aging, didn't stop them. And in, the, in terms of their evil, the evil just increased upon the earth, and that's eventually why. <laughs> The flood happened, um, but it's similar there. What if you have someone who ha- who lives for a thousand years and is not dedicated to maybe the flourishing of human species, which I wouldn't think they would be. I think you'd probably get more selfish, maybe, mm-hmm. and that, maybe that's an assumption. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I would think that that would be the case. I mean, I don't understand how you could do that and still appreciate life just as much as somebody who has a finite life. Yeah. I mean, I think it's sort of a sliding scale. So when you start to approach somebody who can live for even 300 years, for example, um, your goals and your intent is completely different than somebody who doesn't have that ability. Right. Um, the other thing, too, is that if you're <clears throat> smart, right? Mm-hmm. If you're somebody who's smart, who can live for hundreds of years, you're going to be gaining... A skill set like building upon skill sets over time you know so let's say it takes you 20 years on average to master a technique or whatever so you just you just run through the gamut so eventually you're a master on almost everything mm-hmm. you know probably one of the first ones that you would do would be psychology just to convince other people that you need to be in a certain place at a certain time to you know gain political power to gain general power over people i don't know because i mean to me this is intrinsically wrapped up in gaining power somebody who's not interested in getting power doesn't care about living forever how so um because you i feel like you could want to live i feel like you could want to live forever just because you don't want to die you fear death if you're religious in any capacity i don't see how you can say that that's not an affront to god to live forever yeah yeah I mean, isn't it Maybe. God's will that you, you are put on the earth to be of service and then eventually go back? Yeah, no, but I mean, it's but there you get into really tricky weeds and thorns and thistles because at what stage is taking care of yourself and extending your lifespan an affront to God? And if you have a drug that you can take that reverses aging, is that an affront to God? Well, you Just could, like a cure for cancer is an affront to God? You could think about it this way. Or is that, not? If the person is not... Um, if the person is not an atheist and they actually do believe in religion and there is a... Um, or some religious sense of right and wrong, if they are a bad person and they do believe in some sort of hell, extending your life prevents you from going to hell. Mm-hmm. As long as you're alive. Mm-hmm. You know that eventually you're going to go there. Mm-hmm. If you are of that mindset, so if you live forever, what what a, why even bother with morality? Generally? Well, the same would go for atheism or anybody really, for that matter. Sure, I I see that most of this ideology is wrapped up extremely close to atheism. Most hmm. people that are in super high ranking tech positions are of an atheistic or at minimum like an agnostic sort of a mindset right there's not that many people that i see that are that have any sort of like really on the really on the cutting edge 
Right, right. Or they certainly don't bring it up. I mean, it's not something that's talked about. I mean, if it was, then why don't you have, like, great debates in science on the ethics of doing certain things from a Christian or a... You do have some good ones out there, but, yeah, they're not... That's definitely not a mainstream... No. Typically, the position is, like, you're either in the science camp or you're in the church camp. Fundamentalist church camp, yeah. Yeah. Which is another, yeah, Which that's is stupid, another. but, I mean, and that does not need to be that way, but I do believe that science is more of a religion these days than anything else. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with atheism, I think. It's a belief that God mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Yeah, or it's a belief that whatever is spelled out in a textbook is is the, the gospel. Right, right. I mean, like, yeah. why would you challenge that? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, what would happen, I mean, man, can you... Can you imagine if you live, if you finally achieved immortality and like, what if like after 120 years you just end up going insane? Like what, I mean, what is, what keeps you tethered to the earth? It seems like, I feel like death in some way keeps you, keeps you going and keeps you motivated to do things in life. Mm-hmm. The fact that you know it's all coming to an end someday. If, it, if you knew it never is coming to an end, there's no consequences really. Yeah. No matter what you do. Mm-hmm. What do you do for excitement? Yeah, I know. As someone who has everything, what do you then do? To well, let me ask you, that? who has everything, what would you uh, do? Well, I mean, to me, it kind of gets into the whole Epstein thing again. Oh, I mean, snap. it's like, you're somebody who is of a certain elite to the point where the things that you do for entertainment are more and more despicable. Mm-hmm. As you gain power, the the usual stuff doesn't cut it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like yeah. some sort of like yeah. you're you're an addict mm-hmm. and you move on from one drug to the other to the other till you you know you are trying to find the hardest stuff possible. Right. Well, what if you're an addict that can't die? Right. Exactly. Well, think about that. I mean, no, like that, I know. if you're an addict that can't die, you have no morals <clears throat> and you have unlimited resources. Well, that is exactly again. <laughs> That's a bad situation. For some people, it's hard to fathom how the earth could have been so evil say before the flood but i mean i think that's mm-hmm. the exact way it could have been because people mm-hmm. could live for basically forever for a thousand years and mm-hmm. they had unlimited resources and yeah they had unlimited i mean they just they cared only for themselves and so mm-hmm. evil evil proliferate proliferated upon the earth yeah um, yeah. um logan are you religious um i didn't grow up with any anything really my both sides of my family did go to church like my mom and my dad when they were younger but i never did i mean we uh uh my parents got a divorce when i was uh pretty young and so we just you know due to the logistics of it didn't really i mean i think my parents were like uh, kind of they were of that mindset like certainly the morality part of it but i didn't know anything about the bible or i still know minimal about that kind of stuff i always had questions about that kind of stuff i've probably been to church like six times or less than ten times mm-hmm. in my life i think it's really interesting but um so are you really like you know are you so it sounds like you're not well i don't know this is unrelated would you consider yourself a materialist but like the material world the material universe is all that there is like everything no, is contained no, no, within matter no, I, oh, okay. I don't believe that um i think that's crazy huh um i've had uh had enough weird experiences um, to convince me that that's not true. Do you, um, what's an example of that? Uh, I mean, yeah, 
well, first off, I think it's kind of different for everybody, but I mean, it would be like, um, what would you consider to be like a miracle in life? You know, like something that an unexplained series of events that <coughs> causes some outcome that like by mathematical chance would be right. almost impossible. Like Bakers. how many times does that need to happen before you're like, okay, there's probably something else going on here. Huh. It's not just like, you know, and I, I mean, I, I don't know what it is, but I definitely... So you've had brushes with miracles, you think? Um, I mean, I, 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 you know, I don't know necessarily that I would say it's like a miracle. I feel like the, the miracle term, even though I brought it up, is kind of like heavily tied like Hollywood-wise with stuff, you know, like a miracle would be like, um, Prince Charming came right down the street and picked me up in a pumpkin carriage and, you know, yeah, that right. kind of a thing. It hasn't but, happened uh, to you before? It kind of has uh, a only fan- once. Okay. Uh, yeah. It has a fantastical kind of connotation. Yeah, yeah, and well, I don't okay, really... So, don't so really in those instances, like you know, whatever you want to call it, miracles are like... Oh, okay. Impossibly well, improbable yeah, ruptures right. in, belief. in well, the system. Yeah, and this is like semi conspiracy related, but like even when you talk about like something like ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in houses many a time with multiple people that have like experienced the same stuff. And uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And it's like there's no possible way. Like nobody, for example, like the door just like closing and locking on its own. You've, you've had that happen in a house before? Uh, not at closing, but definitely, like, a latch that is one of those, like, that drop-down latch closed. And, uh, well, that was multiple times, actually. It's a house in, uh, right down the road. Oh, dude, let's go head over there. Um, I mean, I, so stuff like that. And that's not necessarily, like, I don't view that as religious, per se. I don't really, I wouldn't consider that to be, like, a, an angel or a demon doing that action. But it's something that is unexplained, and therefore you can't just say that everything is based off of, like, physics. Everything can be explained. Yeah. And I also, you know, everything in science, I don't understand this part, and I had a really hard time in college with this, and professors really hated this, but... um, Oh, boy. The idea that, you know, everything's a theory, right? Mm -hmm. There's no set endpoint to it. For example, the... um, What we know to make up the inner components of... Uh, in atom. That's a theory. We don't have any instruments to show an electron, to show a proton. And all the stuff that we do have, like let's say a uh, scanning electron microscope, that shoots an electron at an object, which if it's tiny enough, if it's another electron or another proton or whatever, it bounces and moves. Therefore, you don't even know the starting location of it to begin with. So that's a, uh, we have a theoretical model, which is great. That's a model. But when you say that, that's when the prophets of the religion of science Mm. come out and are like, (laughs) and just get all crazy. Mm. And it's like, well, you just still have to keep that in mind. I mean, like, this is an idea. It's the best idea that we've had, just like, you know, the best idea supposedly was whatever, you know, the the apple hitting Galileo and then the start of, um, you know, like heliocentrism and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's all theories built upon themselves. And that also does not negate the existence of God. Right. Well, I mean, that's the like, thing. Like, it, there's, you know, it seems like all of modernity is focused on the how, but there's never any, like, why explained. Uh, like, why right. was, if, yeah. if you say that, if you say that the universe started with the, the Big Bang, 
but why did it start? There is no. That's kind of a silly question. I think in science, it'd be kind of a stupid yeah, question. You don't. You just none of those questions ever get asked. Um, you know why things happen is just because we live in this sort of atheistic universe, and uh, you know at some point through random gene mutation, uh, you know algae or you know bacteria goes into algae goes into a plant evolves into some tiny bug and then all of a sudden we're yeah. here yeah that's you should um, write that like to suzanne in a letter like how you guys met just kind of have that i think it's very romantic <laughs> i think she'd like that <laughs> i mean that's an idea like yeah. you know when you when you tell somebody that that's an idea a lot of people spaz which i find is funny oh they think it's truth basically sure it is yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, anything oh, is Oh, so an I heard idea. this in a church one time. This is kind of a funny thing. I All thought right. this is a double-sided uh, thing, actually. The the minister was saying that it takes seven generations for, um, like, an idea or a concept to become a legend. Mm. And then, therefore, fact. You know? It's not that long. Mm. We've had many more than seven generations to come up with what we believe is, you know, reality. Yeah, yeah. So it becomes so really, it, wait. So it takes seven generations for a myth. Wait, what, walk me through it again. I think it was mainly like just like a concept to become, become a legend. To become a legend. It doesn't matter if it originally fact. was true or not. Right. I mean, I thought it was ironic at the time because, well, if you know, uh, not to be an ass about it, but it's like if Jesus was an idea, well, we're well beyond seven generations, and that is obviously now set in stone. So it's quite fascinating because you know, seven is quite a divine number there were they like matthew uh-huh. says that there are seven generations um i think there are seven generations between the creation of the earth and noah and then seven between noah and abraham and then seven between abraham and david and then, or something like that but they keep going seven 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 until they get to jesus um, right right but i mean the thing well, there we're getting off into a whole other subject but the, isn't that um What's that term that's called? It's not like Gematria. Communism? Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Tutor> panel? <laughs> um, the, uh... Numerology? It's, it's numerology of the Bible and yeah. of the, um, of the Torah, actually, but it's, um, anyway, it's a whole other thing. True. Well, yeah, so the only thing I'd say... I about, wouldn't worry so much about the numbers, is all I'm saying. Let's just say it's an idea. Let's say it's ten generations. Uh, regardless, we're well past that point in terms of science. I mean, I actually, you know, if you guys haven't looked into this too much, um, early, like, late 1800s, early 1900s, that's mainly when I'm interested in, like, what science used to be. That was, like, the transition from alchemy to science. And to me, that was when there were actual ideas being discussed because philosophy and science, as it used to be, were intermingled. After that point and the um, Industrial Revolution and all that, that's when science really started to turn into an industry. Right. So, But there's still super valid components of that. Like, um, why does electricity function the way it does? Um, Things of that sort. I mean, there was some really interesting stuff. I mean, there's a whole Tesla How can something be a particle and a wave? At the mm-hmm. same time, that's light. How do you feel about driverless cars? I think it's dumb, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, what are you trying to live forever in your little driverless car? <laughs> <laughs> Takes all the fun out of it. I love yeah, driving. I think it's dumb. I think it's super expensive. Although the sports cars of those do are pretty absurd, but I mean, I personally like to like hear the engine, you know. 
but probably mm. old school. I like mm-hmm. control of it too. Yeah, I think I think you raise an interesting point that like we we often take stories um, and they and they sort of evolve into uh, this this source of, of meaning um, over time, um, and I and I think that. I think that really how we like, even scientifically, how we test the like the validity of a story um, is to see like does it allow us to predict new things, right? So like a, a theory, for example, right? A, a theory is um, is like a set of ideas by which we can predict and test future other, phenomena. Yeah, future phenomena. Right. Um, and I think that's something that that we often lose, like when we're considering um, like different scientific theories or like different philosophies, different religions and such, is that ultimately, the at the end of the day, I think we we should be testing these ideas against one another and see, well, which which of these theories and explanations does describe um, does describe the world around us and right. makes sense of the things that we can see um, and understand. And I think that's something that's often, um, yeah, that's often lost in, like, sort of in the, the scientific realm. Um, is that it, it has departed from philosophy um, and we and we're trying like after it departed from philosophy uh, we've sort of used it as this standalone thing um, by which materialism evolved um, and so I don't know what I'm going with this yeah but like even like new like new atheists like Richard Dawkins when they write books they're so like philosophically deficient it's like almost laughably hilarious um, mm-hmm. yeah. with their materialism because they, yeah, it's been split for a while, so they don't have a deep understanding. <clears throat> well, they don't even bother to try to understand. Right, well, that's, you don't have to, right, because that's materialism. You have, everything is explained through science, and so why would you need to? Mm-hmm. Once you cut off 14 different dimensions and you have one dimension left, then those other 13 dimensions don't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. You say none of them exist, none of them matter. Well, then let's just study this one dimension mm-hmm. and we'll... And, and that, that idea is such, like, laughs in the face of science, right? Because, like, science evolved as, like, an exploration of ideas, right? An attempt to answer questions. But New Age atheism is, is just, I shouldn't say New Age, but um, modern atheism is just denying the question of purpose, saying that, that purpose does not exist, and so, therefore, we don't have to answer the question. Yeah. All things either, over time, either dissipate. All things that are false, I think either dissipate or uh, stultify into into like rigidity I suppose so it's either an ideology mm-hmm. or it kind of drifts off into a bunch and fractures into a bunch of different things where that it doesn't matter anymore whereby it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that's what I think at least all things pretty much which follows a yeah. lot of thermodynamics well I mean I, I do think though that like but they can be propped up with resources Meaning, like, if you have a if you have a false ideology that you know is is not going to work, and you try to push that on more and more people, it requires an exponential amount more of resources oh, sure. to hold that together. I mean, like, even look at where we are as a country right now. Like, the amount of energy required to keep people like dumb and pacified and like content with nothing. Um, in terms of like just being like philosophically devoid is actually pretty immense. I mean, that's an entire media, you know, structure 
that works to keep people, you know, like in front of Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that takes a lot. That's a lot to keep that thing going. Yeah, I was I mean, social media. Oh media. yeah, that's. I mean, talk about things that you didn't know. What like, like opening well, up opening up Pandora's box, yeah. man. Social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so stupid. I mean, all of these things are just like complete, um, like double speak type things. It's like social media, like to bring people together. And oh, lo and behold, we you know discovered, which what is not like even that much of a shocker. Like oh, it actually like keeps people apart from other people. You know, and like this sort of like generation of um, anxiety and animosity, yeah. and like, oh, you took these awesome pictures at the beach, or you're going to some exotic location. You're living and I'm a not. perfect life. And, yeah. yeah. So I, I hope, stupid. again, the ironic thing is that we are recording a podcast right now through technology, and so I hope that our one listener, KC, isn't, uh, <laughs> I hope that you weren't alienated, KC. Go out and go see the world. Go look at a tree. I mean, honestly, I think podcasts at this point in time are probably the best form of media that exists Mm. and it is also so why do you think that uh well for one thing it's the most open source right i Mm. mean i I would say the podcasts today are what um public assets tv used to be back in the day you know um granted you don't have to wait till like 9 p.m to see the crazy dude on the free channel (laughs) Nah, you can check uh, out why why would i anytime you want (laughs) yeah or even youtube and all the battles going on over youtube of what you can say and Man, I, you know, it's funny, last night I got home from work and I was just exhausted and like, I was on, I got on YouTube, I think on my laptop and I was just laying in bed and mm-hmm. I was probably on it for like 45 minutes to an hour and like once, I had this weird realization when I closed my laptop that I was like, I just existed in this virtual reality for like 45 minutes, I had no idea about my own body, about where I was at my location and this is something so new, it feels like, completely uh-huh. alien to anything that we've, we've experienced before. But it's just natural now. This is what we do normally. What everybody does, yeah. pretty much. I think we've come full circle. Are you trying to cut this podcast short? Aliens. Oh, snap, <laughs> dude. Ancient aliens. I love that Ancient show. Aliens. Is it possible <laughs> that aliens want I just to can't believe that show is still on at this point. I mean, um, I think it's been on for so freaking long. Um, all right, Logan and Coogs and James and Josh, we've come to the end of our podcast it's flown by um logan thank you for coming on i appreciate it Coops. back in the alley with you <laughs> that go back to our my introduction yeah all right cool i got it i got it i'm a, I'm a little slow sometimes but i had to um Coops, thanks for coming on um we'll <laughs> we'll be back at some point in the future um again if we end up living 500 years we might not be back for 100 more years because there's no motivation anymore. Um, <laughs> but, well, I hope to have you guys back on at some point. Yes, I think indeed. this is a really cool experience. I don't know. It, it may be completely pointless. Nobody listens to this thing anyways, but it's just really fun to talk and uh, talk with interesting people, people that I know. Indeed. Anyways. We'll, uh, have to, we'll have to have Logan back on for some mushroom farming talk. Yeah, that's, now that's a whole yeah, other side of Logan that you guys didn't even hear about. Uh, All right, well, it's Friday night. We're going to go do some things now. Um, Everyone else, hope you have a good night or morning or mid-afternoon or uh, mid-summer. And we'll see you guys later. Peace out, homies.